Hello and welcome to The Word Affairs, a weekly podcast where we talk about everything from human nature, mental health, religion and society. I'm Kainat Ravnaz and I'm really excited to have you listening in every single week. So let's get started. So welcome back to another episode of The Word Affairs. I hope you guys had a great week. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode as well so we're kind of sticking on the similar theme of you know the South Asian community and um, in fact that wasn't even the last episode now that I'm thinking about it the last episode was about growing up with Islam so I don't know why I keep thinking that the last one that we did was about the generally generate ugh, I can't even talk generational changes in the South Asian community it actually wasn't that was the week before so um we're going to be sticking on you know the the similar theme of that by talking about competition in South Asian communities and we're going to basically talk about what competition even is um because believe you me that has a totally different meaning in the South Asian community but necessarily as well um we're going to differentiate between healthy competition and unhealthy competition and how those kind of relate to the communities that we live in also by the way guys like I don't know I mean I'm pretty sure this is a very normal thing as well but do you ever get like a song stuck in your head and you just can't get rid of it and it's not even like it's not like a thing of um a one-time thing where it's just for the rest of the day it's actually been stuck in my head for a while now but there's this um youtube channel that i kind of discovered and it's so cool but it's called um aesthetics urdu so um it's actually the con the 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 way the like thing that it's based on is so simple um and i was explaining it to my daddy my daddy was even thinking that wow okay that's really cool that this guy has gone and done that i'm assuming it's a guy by the way like we don't even know that but it's basically he takes um songs from you know very classical songs from pakistan um and also like the pop kind of genre very famous uh cool songs i guess you'd say and he just puts them over like a video um you know that's very aesthetic obviously um it can be anything it could be like a shot of you know uh somewhere in pakistan you know three minute long clip um and you know it's like got that camera kind of filter on it the vhs kind of tape um it can be like a, an, an an anime kind of like picture that's moving slowly and it could be like the galaxy about it i don't know it's really cool you guys should really check it out but one of the songs that i kind of discovered on it was a song by ellie sethi if any of you are into the pakistan like music genre you guys may have heard of him he's quite an icon over there and oh my god he is tired talented like he can do literally anything and everything but his music is just so heart touching and um for those of you who have never really listened to, to you know uh, songs in urdu give it a try you know just like k-pop is becoming really big just like bollywood has always been really big um i don't know maybe if you just sit down and listen to one song and try to understand the meaning of it you might learn you know something really nice and cool but um it is so sweet uh this song it's called um in urdu it's called ye mera divana panhe by ali sethi so um how do, what does that translate to in english 
Uh, this is the craziness of mine. I guess that's what you'd say. That's how I would translate it. It's just so, so sweet. And if you just listen to the way he sings it and the tune and the meanings of the words. Oh, wow. It's just wow. It's just so heart touching. It is gorgeous. But yeah, that's become an, an obsession of mine. Um, and I've really been touching into this like YouTube channel. I've been obsessed with it. Um, so definitely go and check that out. Um, but yeah, we were, I guess it was getting off topic there. But um, yeah, that's the recommendation for this week. I realised that when we started this podcast, I was, I always say, oh, we're going to leave every episode on a, on a recommendation. And I don't know where that, that format kind of disappeared into. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I think I must have forgotten somewhere down the line that we even had that, that that was a thing. But um, I, I'm trying to, I'm going to revive it. <laughs> I'm going to revive it and bring it back. So this week's recommendation, and I'm doing it at the beginning of the episode as well. How crazy is that? This week's uh, recommendation is to go and check out this uh, channel on YouTube called Aesthetics Urdu. And specifically, if you're wondering what song you should listen to, go and check out Ali Sethi's Ye Mera Divana Banhe. Um it's crazy it's really nice it's it's just such a cute song so back to the topic that we were going to talk for today um talk about sorry today is competition in south asian communities so first of all competition i don't know about you guys but i always think that a bit of healthy competition is actually really good for you and not the word healthy like let's emphasize that right because competition is just like with everything in life you know there's a good and bad side to everything so obviously with competition as well, um, there's definitely good competition and bad competition. And the way I would just simplify it for this is healthy and unhealthy, really. So, you know, healthy competition, it's something we all must have felt at some point in our lives. So whether it's in our jobs, you know, I mean, I'm talking guests about the elders as well, like not the elders. I mean, you know, um, people who are really, really good paying jobs and, you know, they might be competing for promotions with their other colleagues um, or when you're studying. So, you know, in school, in university, in college, in your classes, when you were wanting to strive for the highest grade in your class or you just generally wanted to do really really well I don't think that competition is necessarily bad in that kind of in that situation um but there's different phases of it there's different elements and faces to you know this whole competition aspect so that's something that we really do need to talk about because you know the great thing is that sometimes competition is good for us but it's not necessarily you know, destroying us. So that's when it becomes really negative and unhealthy. You know, it's not becoming the sole focus of our lives uh, where we can't think of anything else except from outdoing the other person because that is quite destructive. You know, of course, you want to, you know, maybe get the high grades or you want to kind of beat someone in a, I don't know, in the race for the promotion or just even really naturally, you know, in races in the athletic aspect. But if you're really, really dwelling on this and you're forgetting to actually focus on the good stuff and you're just thinking about, damn, like I did bad in this, this is another setback. Oh my God, how did they get a higher grade than me? And it's actually just really working on you. That is quite destructive. And believe you me, we've all, I guess, been victims of this. I know I definitely have. I think in my earlier years and in fact not even just in my earlier years I think sometimes even now I I do sometimes like it eat me like it eats me away inside like you know oh my god I tried so hard on this assignment or you know no, I, you know what actually now that I'm sat here thinking about it I think it is an aspect of my life that has def- definitely like toned down recently I talk about in like 
the last two years so basically at in university um it's not exactly been destructive as to say um but I think that in my early years so definitely in secondary school um I was very very competitive in English especially because I knew that I was quite strong in that um and even in in sixth form um I think it was in psychology and English literature oh I was so competitive like it would eat me away if one of my friends got a higher grade than me um, in English literature especially um, because uh, there was this other boy who he was absolutely fantastic at literature such a good person and um, me and him had immense competition and um, we were definitely I think I think I would say it was healthy competition because we would tease each other about it and you know like joke around and stuff be like oh well do you remember that that one you know assignment that that one essay we got back and I got two marks higher than you you know that type of thing I think it's kind of funny and it's quite uh, heartwarming to really laugh about but sometimes it can get quite destructive um and that's where we really need to draw the line because at the end of the day I think there is a very blurred line between healthy and unhealthy competition and speaking from personal like situations and personal times when I felt this I think sometimes I've I have forgot that there is a line between the two of them and it's like it's become very hard to actually you know differentiate between them basically but um yeah on the other hand health competition it's where you find you know that you're you're going to be very motivated to achieve you know really well um because you can see the performance of others you know it, it propels you to do the same if not better if you see someone else doing really well for themselves it should kind of make you want to do the same as well really because that's a good habit you know you see good people doing good stuff so equivalently you know you kind of want to do the same so um in relation to the south asian community how how is this relevant right so there's actually you know in general there's actually quite a few differences between healthy and unhealthy competition and when we're trying to understand how this relates to the south asian community i think it's really important to actually establish the differences here um and i found this article on on skybound i think the website was called um i will link it in the um the notes of the podcast um but it it was just like differentiating it was just laying out the basic principles of healthy competition and unhealthy competition and I just thought wow like they've really put this into words so what I did was I sat down and I read this article and I tried to relay every single point to the South Asian community and see well is this even a thing you know because I mean it's something that I've noticed it's something actually a lot of people have noticed now the younger generation generation Z generation Z see you know like how Americans say generation Z it is generation Z for isn't it it is isn't it gen Z yeah yeah I think gen Z Ooh, yeah I think so yeah well basically the younger generation we we are we are seeing this and um there's a lot of tiktoks that i've seen you know i feel like every single episode of a podcast i'm always saying oh there's a tiktok i saw there's a t-. guys believe you me i know i don't know if I, this is something to be proud of because i don't think it is because it's something that really ruins my day but i can spend hours on tiktok it's so destructive it's really bad for productivity okay because it it just sets you off your whole day day's routine i i can spend 
forever on it i don't know about you guys if any of you out there who you know you're on tiktok or you know if you if you're not on tiktok by the way i wish i was in your position i wish i could sit there and be like yeah i didn't download that app because i wish i had never downloaded it it is so bad like okay wait so it's not bad as in the content the content is actually really good like there's funny tiktoks informative tiktoks really interesting ones it's just crazy it's like a whole nother community out there right but in in like the sense of time oh my god like time flies by when you're on tiktok you look up you're like oh my god how did i spend two hours on tiktok it's really bad so i always make sure that's not the first thing i open um when i wake up i do not open tiktok because i know if i open that app the rest of my day is gonna be like it's just gonna go in a lag because i will have wasted a fair solid amount of time on that app and that's really bad but the good thing about it is you meet, um, or, you, or rather you see a lot of people who think very similar to you, or rather they have really good, interesting opinions and stories to their sides to their to the story. So, um, like I was saying, I saw a TikTok kind of related to this, but they were talking about how Gen Z, um, or rather, you know, the younger generation, how we're going to raise our children very differently. By the way, that's not me saying that the way our parents raised us is bad not at all because I couldn't ever be more grateful for the way my parents raised me I'm so grateful each and every single day um and it's one of them where you know when you're younger and you're like oh why can't I do this why are they saying I'm not allowed to do this why why can't I do this and you know my other friends can or these other people can and then when you grow up and you realize hang on a minute my upbringing really helped make me the person I am today and I'm so grateful so um I don't know if my mom and dad listen to this. My dad sometimes as a joke, he plays in you know, one or two of my episodes. So if you're listening to this certain part, then thank you so much for raising me and making me the person I am today. But having said that, um, there are some differences that um, I can definitely see in terms of what the younger generation are like. Oh, our kids are going to be different in this sense. So one of them was... Um, not bringing down other people's kids to make yourself feel better you know um so i think that that's going to become more clear when we talk about this so i might as well just get into it really so unhealthy competition is centered around quite a few points and skybound this article they were talking about this and the very first one was scarcity and fear right so there's only a limited amount of success or achievement available out there in the world so that statement in terms of the south asian community yeah I think that is one of the reasons why we all feel the need to compete so much. Um, is that kind of like an accurate kind of statement? Something that um, a lot of people would resonate with? Yeah, I think it is in, in, in our community. Even though it's not true, bearing in mind, because, you know, we can all be equally successful. That's what that's the point I'm trying to make. So um, we're often made to feel as if we have to outperform others in relation to the degrees we choose, the pathways we go down and the people we even marry. Believe you me, that is actually a competition out there for all of the non-South Asians who are probably listening to this. You're going to be like, what? Like, is that even a thing? It's not as... I wouldn't say it's one of the biggest things, but um, it is a little bit of a, it's a bit of a factor there. 
um you know in terms of like the people we marry it's not really the most dominant one the dominant one i'd say is the degrees you choose or the pathways that you go down um so it's like there's only a limited time a limited a discipline in which we can be successful and um instead of being told to do it for ourselves like by helping and working with others we're often made to feel like we had to do it a- on our own in case someone else steals our share of success so what I mean by that is when you want to um be successful you want to be successful for yourself right you want to make something of yourself you want to prove you know yourself and rather hear what we get told is like if you are good or decent at something don't share your ideas because someone else is going to share your ideas and then they're going to get higher than you or you know going to get a better grade than you or a better position than you and it's like oh well this whole concept of stealing your ideas or stealing your success and that is very very hard to kind of unlearn if that makes sense that's a very hard um, aspect of the community that you know it takes a while to unlearn your system um having said that though um i do strongly believe that before helping other people make sure that you've helped yourself to the point where you're happy to know who you are so what i mean by that is if you're working so let's just say you you're, you've been given an assignment right of course make sure that you have enough to work on on your own assignment before helping other people because it just doesn't make sense i mean at the end of the day you need to make sure you're in a position where you've done really well for yourself before you can focus like entirely on other people so i think there is a limit and a balance to that but definitely i feel as in um in the south asian community it's this whole thing of like you know there's a limit to you know success and you guys need to forget about everyone else and just concentrate on yourself and don't be sharing your ideas or don't be helping other people necessarily because you need to make sure that you're in a position where you know you're better than everyone else first of all so yeah i think that one scarcity and fear i think that's a very um I think that's very dominant in the in the South Asian community. The second one was getting validation and attention. So this one, I think, if I had to rate this, I I would say this was a little. I think the scarcity and fear one is more dominant than the validation attention one, but I do definitely I definitely do believe that this exists as well. So I feel like it's. It's more centered around the whole respect vibe of the communities we live in. So of course, um this whole reinforcement of respect in the sense of self-respect, the family respect, what other people will say, also known as in Urdu lokya kahenge, um that's a very very big thing by the way. Um you know, I feel like this is where it all stems from. So like if you compete and aim for the highest position you leave the rest of the community in a place where they literally cannot point out flaws in you because you have such a validated role in society right so you know what does this what this you know it reinforces um is the competition because if you've made it in life if you've you know if you're really highly successful now you automatically become the designated role model for other families in which the children may or may not be pushed towards idolizing you and becoming so do you see how it's a cycle 
you grow up um, being told, why can't you be like this person? Or, you know, why can't you follow in this person's footsteps? Be more like this person, be more like that person. When you then grow up and let's say you, you do make it in life, you do become successful. I hope we all are in the end one day, inshallah. But um, I think that when you then become successful without you even knowing, you're now the designated role model for other people's children. You know, now it's like this reinforced cycle, repeating cycle, it never ends. So um, I guess that's not necessarily your fault. Like that's not your problem in the sense of like, you can't exactly, you will, I mean, like if you're successful, you're not necessarily doing it so you can become like the designated role model for these people that you don't really even know. You're literally doing that for yourself, right? And, you know, to show other people that how worthy and capable you are. But, yeah, it might feel a bit awkward when you realise that you are the role model now. You know, you never really asked for that position. And it does, it does leave you standing there being like, oh, okay, I've been put into a position that I never really asked for. Um, so, yeah, validation and attention. There is this whole thing of, like, hyping, hyping you know, uh, yourself up, like, not yourself necessarily, but you will see, you know, um, it's that thing of like, uh, if you if you get this, like imagine what people are going to say. So um, if you get a really nice fancy car, oh yeah, like we're going to make people go crazy. You know, like, oh, it's always about this, like there's this low level kind of like this undercurrent of having to show off um this undercurrent of having to be better than everyone else so i think that's where this validation and tension comes from but like i said i think it's more so centered around the whole respect vibe like as in you know the family respect blah 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 you know um how you represent yourself to other people so yeah another one was diminishing others this one oh wow i think this is something that i have seen from a very young age uh with other people doing to us actually um as a family i've seen this happen way too many times so it's basically the article goes on to say actively sabotaging the performance of others and tearing them down i personally resonate with this a lot because i've seen it happen so i feel as if like first of all it's very much on the hush hush so it's only realized after it happens what that means is like you know the other ones they're very um they're very uh, shown as in on the surface it's very easy to see that happening in the communities whereas with this one i feel like it's very quiet it happens when no one's really looking and what i mean by that is you only realize after it happens you only realize that someone was trying to purposefully sabotage your performance or i'm you know anyone's performance really only after it's happened so the way i've seen this is that um i'm going to give a certain example so um when i was i was um how old was i oh i was i was about 12 years old so i was just gonna go into year eight and um for some reason out of the blue like um i like i said i went to like um a predominantly caucasian school um my parents were like well what if we sent gainard to a islamic muslim girl school and at first i was kind of against the idea really um and then i was like you know what it could be kind of cool let's have a look it was a private school by the way so when my dad and my mum voiced their opinion to other people 
that we knew, they instantly shot it down being like, oh my God, no, you do not want to send your daughter there. That's ridiculous. That school's awful. No, that whole concept is ridiculous. Sending, you know, your children to Islamic schools. It's just so, you know, it's just not right. Education is not right there. Which by the way, I do not think that like if you send your school child to a particular school, because education is bad that you can really not learn anything because I mean there are awful schools out there but there are people that who have you know they've got out of that school and become doctors they've become anything they wanted to they've done incredibly well in life so I think it actually depends on the person themselves but yeah so we were kind of like uh dis we were advised against it people were disagreeing with us regardless we tried it out a little bit it didn't actually work out but you know it was okay the funniest thing was the the very same people who were telling us again and again and again like oh no it's a horrible school it's a horrible school blah 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 or um not necessarily school but like the whole concept is rubbish their children then went on to study in an islamic school for five years for five whole years they studied in an islamic school and you know they they left it they went to college and stuff like that but it was that concept of you've literally just tried to tear someone down and you've just gone and done the exact same and personally i feel like this is hypocrisy there is a lot of hypocrisy in this kind of community but um it, it it happens so much where they will tell you don't do this don't do that and then they go and do the very same thing for someone else and you sit there and you realize what position has that left you in you know what position are you now left in you literally listen to this person and now they've kind of pretty much sabotaged your performance whereas they've gone to just go and do the very same thing only so that you couldn't have done it so i think that is that is something that's very big in the community and the last one was winning at all costs yes this is something that is just not talked about it's not discussed um it's not something that is in the limelight very often but yeah winning at all costs meaning that for the sake of that one goal everything else that should be important in life is disregarded so one of the biggest things is like mental health it is tossed to the side if you for example let's say are doing in an intense degree right um and you've chosen a really intense pathway and your family just not even just your family but the community around you just desperately want you to do so well in that and maybe your mental health is not the best because of it you know the stress the anxiety um it's giving you really bad effects and you know your mental health is really just it's taking the toll you may realize that halfway through you don't actually want to carry on with this pathway that you've gone down but obviously if you leave it halfway through that makes you look like you've lost like you failed um like you couldn't hack it and therefore you must carry on it's like this thing like you have to carry on no regard whatever um and obviously your personal choices and beliefs they may also be affected so i think obviously the biggest one is the mental health aspect i mean you just have to take a look around you of the amount of young adults that are in depression nowadays and particularly in the south asian community it is already such a hard topic to talk about mental health but imagine having to also deal with this really harsh unhealthy competition on the side where you have to win at all costs so therefore your mental health is automatically disregarded so yeah i do definitely think that because of having given into the pressure of the community and this negative competition a lot of 
a lot of the other important things in life are just tossed to the side um, for your one aim. And that is just, it, it's something that you see so much. But again, it's like one of those things where it's just become so normalized. No one even questions it. So I hope that in the future, our community can change and adapt a new way where we consider everything and we try to take everything on board and not just the one goal in life whatever that may be um but yeah sometimes this competition can really leave you with it just leaves you in a really bad state I guess um but yeah I just I think that's really sad to be honest the last one I do think that's quite sad now that I'm thinking about it it is so prevalent but at the same time it is really sad that that's just normalized now and accepted so um yeah now healthy competition on the other hand it's based around different morals and I think that if we could adapt this into our system maybe things would change and you know it'd be lighter for the community and more realistic too as it's a way of alleviating the pressure faced by some so it's easy for me obviously to sit here and say yeah we should adapt this into our system but at the end of the day we actually need to make changes ourselves so that we can move forward and I'll be honest with you I think that there are changes like you know I should just sat there and talked about the unhealthy competition but also like I said you know with a lot of stuff that's in social media and stuff you know I can see the younger generation definitely changing and taking a different type of stand on this so um the first one that obviously the article the, the article was talking about was advancing the entire field or organisation. How can one's success benefit the community? Um, so rather than thinking on an individualistic level when dealing with competition, maybe we could take a collectivist approach. So if someone is aspiring to be a doctor or a lawyer, for example, well, how's that going to benefit the community? So first of all, uh, we're going to close the gap in the system. You know, we're going to allow more BAME individuals, especially South Asian people, to represent the top working sectors and fields. Now, obviously, you're going to think, well, that's an achievement in itself, obviously, because you know you just have to Google some of the statistics to show how how um, underrepresented we are in the in these type of fields. So secondly, it's going to allow the elder generation to be more comfortable with having to deal with these sectors for help because they're going to see more familiar faces. So more Asian women will be okay and comfortable with going to see the doctors as they know people in the hospitals because believe it or not, I can't remember exactly where I read this. I may have talked about it actually in, an, in another episode. But um, women, like BAME women, are they... they they don't get the help they need or the support they they should be receiving when it comes to health related issues because they just don't go and see the doctors as much um and obviously you could think about a thousand reasons why as well but just imagine the comfortability they may feel when they see someone of you know similar background to them working in these type of places so that's the first that's the second thing sorry that we can help with you know in terms of like the law system cases in the law system will actually be brought forward and dealt with in the proper way rather than just being brushed under the carpet because of the elders you know because the elders mean then now they they'll know some people that they can actually go to help for in relation to this aspect i guess it's a little off topic but the amount of on the amount of injustice that actually happens because of this like they don't take matters to the court they don't take matters into the law system the legal system sorry um because of that so much injustice happens you know so much money is lost so much um 
unfairness is dealt with um so much cruelty actually blackmail happens it's so ridiculous and it just imagine how many families we can save how many lives you can save how many people we can save if we were to just go into the legal system and actually be comfortable with actually getting involved with it so um the second one that they talked about was um unlocking personal potential so rather than seeing the glory or the credit individuals need to recognize their own potential and see how far they have come so what that means is um you know at the i guess the end goal is that glory is that credit but sometimes it's like i feel like when we're so focused on the end goal we forget to enjoy ourselves on the way and live for the moment so we may not be where we want to be just yet but one day we're going to get there and sometimes we just have to take a moment to understand and value that and i feel like in the south asian community as well we're so focused on the end goal on the end goal that we we forget to really live in the moment I mean, when I was younger, I remember in secondary school, now that I look back at it, this isn't me, you know, um, disagreeing with it, I think it definitely helped. But I always remember, like, being a kid and be like, Dad, like, you know, on a mock exam paper, I got an A star. Or on a mock paper, I got an A. And my dad would be like, yeah, but that's not the real thing. The real thing counts when you see your GCSEs in May, June time in 2016. <laughs> and it helped, bearing in mind, you know. Um, but I do feel like, I I must have been really like I used to pressure myself a lot you know into thinking like oh the real thing the real thing the real thing that I actually forgot to really enjoy myself along the way but um I like I always say best five years of my life there so I don't exactly regret it but I do see that um and the last one that they talked about was honoring mutually held values so an unspoken unity that draws us all together so this one's really cool i think in the attempt to basically distance ourselves and focus just on ourselves we forget how much we have in common so for example the basic uh one i can think of is studying right so uh choosing a degree or you know choosing a certain pathway in life we're so much like oh don't ask um like i'm just trying to think of it now like don't ask Auntie Shakira's daughter for help because then they're going to find out that you're struggling with it or you know um, it's not like we we don't want to ask them for help or like don't ask Uncle Amjad's son for help on your you know law assignment because why do you want to tell them you know maybe he takes ideas away from you blah 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 you know that type of thinking but you're actually forgetting the main point that there are so many of us that are so similar in these communities there are so many of us studying the similar pathways there's so many of us wanting to go into similar routes in life and rather than trying to distance ourselves we should unite in that you know knowing that there are so many of us students knowing that there are so many of us on these different job careers and pathways and i guess that if we can actually help each other with our experiences and benefits we'll realize just how much we work better together as a team and i think that that would be beautiful at the end of the day um i was thinking about this and i was trying to think about the actual community i live in you know within myself and there's um a family that we know very well actually um a neighbors and they are just the most helpful people that I have ever met to this day. That family is absolute gold. Bless them. I hope, you know, that they get whatever successes they wish for in life, inshallah. But um, they are such good people. And I feel like in terms of this, they are really helpful. So what they did was um, they started their own, like, kind of like tuition, right? So, like, home tuition, you know, helping kids with their GCC and stuff. But it wasn't just that. 
you could go to them about literally anything and everything. I am to this day very, very close with them. I I went to for maths tuition, I think it was. Um, yes, maths tuition. And that was back when I was 13, 14, and I'm 20 years old now, and I could still go to them about anything and everything. But um they just made it so easy, so uncomfortable to talk to you about anything and not even just that in terms of what you wanted to do with your life they were so good with advice they would sit you down and you know if you needed any help in any way shape or form they were there ready and willing to give it they still are to this day really but it's that thing of in times like this even in our community we have to remember that there may be some bad but there's definitely always good there's always a silver lining out there somewhere so where there are some certain members of our community that maybe do not really move away from the kind of like old-fashioned thinking of this type of stuff there are some people out there who are really progressing and moving forward for example this family for example people like us the younger generation that will eventually grow up one day and they will have to become parents as well but uh, we are definitely moving forward in that sense so I do definitely think that there is change and it is coming along very nicely Um, and obviously we've still got a long way to go in that sense but yeah competition is real and it's raw and it is brutal in the south asian community but um at the end of the day i do do see that like you know things are changing definitely they are changing so much and like i said there is bad but there's also good and where there's good there's also bad so we just need to remember that every cloud has its silver lining and there is unhealthy competition but there's also healthy competition and if you put your mind to it you can do anything you want I guess that was very motivational at the end but uh yeah I think I think that that that's I mean that was a nice way to talk about it I guess you know talk about what the unhealthy competition was how it's prevalent in the South Asian community and then maybe some ways of how we can actually adapt and change that into healthy healthy competition but um yeah I think I think that was really interesting really because it's been it's been something that I have been thinking about for a while but yeah it's it's fantastic I think like how we when you sit down to analyze something you really do pull out everything all the nitty-gritty so um yeah that's that for this week um so we've talked about competition what is healthy what is unhealthy and how we could change that in the community and my recommendation for this week is to check out that channel on youtube called aesthetics urdu um, and specifically that song by eliseti you might want to have a look at the aesthetics for that if you don't want to listen to that song on that channel that's fine um if you don't like the channel that's also fine that's your opinion if you don't like pakistani urdu music that's fine um but yeah if you really are just bored and you're trying to look into something new or you already listened to this and you want to see a different way of seeing it go for it guys go and check it out but i hope that was really interesting and informative i hope that it probably i hope at least it sparked some ideas and maybe some of your own experiences of what this has felt like healthy and unhealthy competition and thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for enduring me speaking for that long i guess but do take care of yourselves and have a really really good week and i hope to speak to you guys again next week inshallah thank you so much much for listening and do take care bye